The U.S. government's decision earlier this week to block construction of an oil pipeline under the Missouri River is a major victory for Indian tribes in a much bigger fight to protect places they hold sacred. Tribes are increasingly demanding that their voices be heard when it comes to development projects like the Dakota Access Pipeline, even when those projects are located off their reservations. For Inside Energy, Dan Crocker reports. For the Standing Rock Sioux Tribe, the effort to block the Dakota Access Pipeline is about much more than oil and water. It's also about religion. That's because the pipeline runs through sites on the North Dakota prairie the tribe considers sacred. Troy Ide is a Denver-based attorney who works on tribal and energy issues. It would be akin to the Sistine Chapel running some kind of infrastructure through it or pipeline or a road or something. I mean... You know, that's what we're talking about in terms of of the emotions involved. But that spiritual connection to the landscape can be difficult for non-tribal members to understand. Former Standing Rock Tribal Historic Preservation Officer Tim Mentz took to YouTube this fall to explain how experts hired by the pipeline company failed to recognize sacred sites. Archaeologists, they don't see these. The archaeology firm that came through here walked over these. They do not have a connection that we have to our spiritual walk of life. It is a cultural clash. Gabe Galanda is a tribal attorney in Seattle and a member of the Round Valley Indian Tribes in California. And those worldviews are clashing at Standing Rock, and they've been clashing for many, many years. Every time a public or private development destroys a place that is sacred to indigenous peoples. In the past, that development often occurred with little regard to its impact on Native American culture. But in recent years, tribes across the West have exerted their growing influence to protect sites they consider sacred. And this isn't just occurring on Indian reservations. Tribes are also demanding they have a say on thousands of acres of land where they used to live, on land they ceded to the federal government through treaties. That's resulted in clashes over proposed oil refineries and mines, solar and wind projects, a ski area expansion, and now an oil pipeline. Sarah Krakoff is an Indian law professor at the University of Colorado. But in reality, when we're talking about sacred sites, often they can live quite comfortably as long as the proposed development doesn't exclude and wipe out the possibility that tribal people can continue to access and honor um, and engage in their rituals and ceremonies around those sacred spaces. Krakoff says that's a possibility if companies and the government properly consult with tribes while the projects are being developed. But Kristen Carpenter, a visiting professor of Indian law at Harvard Law School, says too often that's not the case, even though consultation is required by laws like the National Historic Preservation Act. And this is something that I hear all the time when I work with tribal leaders. They spend a tremendous amount of time and energy attending consultations with federal agencies only to find out that the agency gives lip service to the information they've shared and goes ahead with its plans anyway. And this is what happened with Standing Rock. The tribe says it was not consulted early in the process, although a federal judge ruled the Army Corps did follow the law when it reached out to the tribe. Troy Ide, the Denver-based attorney, says energy companies are equally frustrated by consultation procedures. The approval processes for building infrastructure have become slower and slower and slower in the United States. Um, Pipeline projects, for example, that I used to work on 10 or 15 years ago take two or three times as long now to permit and build because of the regulatory permissions. Ide believes a compromise can be reached that allows for meaningful tribal consultation and expedites needed energy projects. Tribal attorney Gabe Galanda is less optimistic. My concern is 
because the Standing Rock Sioux Tribe has wielded its treaty and wielded consultation rights, those rights will now somehow be under siege by the Congress and the Trump administration. Something most experts agree on, with an emboldened core of Native American activists advocating for tribal rights and a growing push for more infrastructure projects in the energy-rich West that's expected to accelerate under a Trump administration, more conflicts like Standing Rock are likely to occur. For Inside Energy, I'm Dan Crocker. That story came to us from Dan Crocker of Minnesota Public Radio News. For all of Inside Energy's coverage of the Dakota Access Pipeline, you can visit our website, insideenergy.org.